Hi, welcome to Paparils. I'm your host, Nia. And I know I've been gone for a long time, about two months, three months. It's been since October. I took a break and I'm back. And I wanted to come back with an array of things. So I have about five TV shows or movies that I want to talk about. And I want to kick it off with the bittersweet end of Insecure. I watched season five, the finale last night, and I'm not okay. It's like the end of an era, and I would love to talk about it, so stay tuned. For those of you who don't know, I mean, I guess you've been living under a rock for the past six years, but Insecure is a TV show on HBO, and it follows the awkward experiences and tribulations of a modern-day African-American woman played by Issa Rae. So I want to cover Insecure Season 5, Episode 10, Everything Gonna Be Okay. Um, First off, I didn't even want to start the final episode because it was just... I did. I wasn't ready. I'm not ready for the show to be over. Over the last six years, we've been on a journey with Issa, as well as her close friends, Molly, Kelly, and Tiffany. We start with a group of beautiful, melanated women, all at different points in their mid-20s, and get to watch their life on screen. Just like girlfriends are waiting to exhale, we get to see art imitate life. As a 20-something Black woman myself, when Insecure debuted, I naturally related to the characters and subject matter. It didn't feel like I was watching a show. It felt like, damn, I literally just went through that situation or know someone who has. In this final season, we see so much. Issa and Molly reconcile their friendship and reconnect. Issa finds her footing and eventually thrives with her business. Lawrence becomes a father that he should be while co-parenting efficiently with Condola. Molly experiencing the loss of her mother Um, how important close friendships are and letting go of things that are not meant for us as well as going through major changes that may be terrifying but will help us prosper in the end. The final episode, Everything Gonna Be Okay, was written by Issa Rae and this episode starts where the last one ended. Now in the previous episode, it ended with Lawrence loudly asking Issa if she's happy with Nathan and Nathan just happens to be standing right there before Issa can even explain or answer. And the two men argue and almost come to blows before being pulled apart. Now, this beginning of the episode, we cut to Issa and Nathan pulling up to Issa's apartment complex. And they're sitting outside his car. She wants the two of them to go inside and talk. But Nathan tells her he was wrong. And tonight was embarrassing. And he needs to take a step back. She gets at the car and gives Nathan a final look before going inside and even receiving a text from Lawrence apologizing for how it all went down. Issa falls asleep on her couch in her dress and is awakened by Molly, who's just there to ensure that her best friend is okay. While Molly's there in the bathroom mirror, Issa says to herself, I just want to flash forward to, you know, when things are good. And we actually flash forward to Molly's birthday, where the friends and family are gathered to celebrate, including Tiffany, who's flown in from Denver. This is where we meet Desmond, Kelly's new boo. Everyone has someone except Issa. While speaking to Molly, we learn Issa is still going through the motions with what happened at the party with Nathan that night. 
Molly is nervous to meet her new boo's family, and we flash forward yet again to a surprise party for Issa's birthday. Everyone is there except Tiffany. Kelly and Molly encourage Issa to get back out there, and Kelly and Molly even talk briefly about Kelly working with Molly's firm creating a real estate branch. And Nathan happens to come to the party as well. He said he got the Evi as he's still subscribed to the Block's email chain. And we learned that he seems to be doing well, as he tells Issa, but he hasn't returned any of Issa's calls. He lets her know he said the things he did because he was hurt. And he really only said bye to give her the donation for the Block. And after their brief conversation ends, it seems like it'll be their last. And when the episode's over, we do realize that that is the last conversation that they're going to have. Now, later on, the girls all fly to Denver to visit Tiffany. She lets them know that she hates Denver and that, you know, her daughter's only black girl in Simone's preschool class. And Issa now has a new man that they all approve of. Now, while sipping wine with Molly, Issa sees a photo with Lawrence in the Dubois kitchen of all the guys holding their babies. Though she doesn't say anything, Molly can tell that this bothers Issa and asks her what would she have said to Lawrence if Nathan hadn't interrupted. She pauses for a moment and replies that she doesn't know and that it's too late. Molly lets her know it's not and not to overthink it. Unfortunately, this moment between the friends turns tragic when Molly's brother Curtis calls to give her the news that their mother has passed. She falls to the ground, but Issa is there to catch her. Flash forward to Issa calling Lawrence on his birthday. After some silence on the phone, Issa tells him she has been thinking about him and wants to take him out for his birthday, but he has plans. And before he can say anything else, the call is cut short and she hangs up. She calls Molly to the vent, but it goes to voicemail and we see Lawrence's birthday plans with a special unnamed lady. Again, we flash to Kelly's birthday. We flash to Kelly's birthday and everyone is there except Molly. Issa comes hand in hand with a new boo named Nazir and Kelly announces to everyone that she's pregnant. Tiffany is beyond ecstatic for her best friend and is brought to tears and they joke about how their kids will be dating and best friends. I really appreciate this moment because I've personally experienced this with my friends that have said, I don't want kids, I just want to live my life and that's fine. But it's the person that they're currently with or the people that they have been with in the past that doesn't make them want to have children or personal things that have happened to them in their life. But they later on, they meet someone that, you know, changes their mind and they can actually see a bright future with children. And it opens them up to these new possibilities. It's them changing, evolving as a person. And it's really nice to see your friends grow in this way. We also learned that Molly still hasn't responded to Issa's text when Issa goes back to her apartment with Nazir and they're about to be intimate. And right before she gets at the bathroom, she gets a call from Lawrence, but we don't know what her answer is as the scene is cut and we go to another flash forward. Now, at least another year or so has passed as it's Molly's birthday again and she's finally back at work. Naturally, Molly's still struggling with her mother's death, and her and Issa talk about how life has changed so much. You know, they don't um, really get to see each other as often, and we also see that Kelly actually took Molly up on the offer to work with her law firm. Later on, we see Lawrence meeting Issa at the Block's new building, as it's still in the beginning phases. She's still moving things around, getting things organized, 
And after a few jokes between the two, Issa tells Lawrence that she had so much self-doubt that it hindered her progress until she truly believed in herself and that it would work out. And Lawrence asked her if she thinks it will work out, meaning working out between the two of them. And she responds that she's okay with finding out. And I really enjoyed the moment between the two of them at that time. Now, I will say when I spoke to my friends about the episode nine, I told them, I'm like, if this girl ends up back with Lawrence, I'm going to freaking scream because I was thinking about, you know, when you date somebody and you guys have so much that that has happened between the two of you that maybe it can't be mended, you know, it's time to let it go. Maybe it doesn't serve a purpose. Maybe the two of you just aren't a good fit with each other. However, my friend Nisha, she said, you know, well, it's within Issa's character to go back to Lawrence, which she was 100% correct. I just wanted Issa to start anew with, with Nathan. And at the beginning of the episode, I think you see that pushback of Nathan trying to push away from her saying that, you know, basically it's not for him. And you can see that Issa's like, I'm really trying with you. I'm trying to start this beginning. You know, we talked about moving in together. That's pretty serious. I don't want to just throw that away. I want to work at it. And I don't think Nathan had it within himself to do that. I think he would still, let's say they did try. I think he would still have it in his mind that Issa's not over Lawrence. Lawrence is over Issa. And that as long as they're still in that, you know, city of LA, it's going to still be a problem for him. Their friend groups are interwoven and Lawrence is going to be at events. He's going to be at all the birthday parties and the weddings and all these celebrations that is going to take a toll on their relationship. In particular, if Nathan is still having these, you know, reservations about Issa thinking or assuming rather that she is not over her ex. So she has told him numerous times that she is and that it's over. Even in that, in episode nine, you know, Issa wasn't really trying to talk to Lawrence in that kind of way. I think she was trying to respect her man, Nathan, at the time. Like, you know, this isn't really appropriate for us to be talking. Maybe we should, especially should be talking about this kind of stuff here. And it's just like Lawrence had something that he wanted to say and he just had to get it off his chest at that moment because he didn't want to be, you know, too late. At least he said something of, you might say no or that you're not interested. At least I I tried. At least I said what I needed to say, which is clearly motivated by his friends saying like, bro, you didn't, you ain't try for her. You know, she ended things because it was maybe too much for her, but you didn't try to talk to her, let her, you know, let her know it's going to be okay. We can work things out because this could have probably taken Nathan out of the equation a long time ago, but we didn't see Lawrence have that fight in him. He just gave up. That scene with Issa and Lawrence ends with the two kissing on her desk in her office. Now, about a year later, we see Molly and Torin have gotten married and every, all the girls are there. Kelly's there, Tiffany's there, as well as a few other friends of Molly's. We also see that Tiffany is pregnant again. And Issa and Lawrence are officially back together as he is also at the wedding. And it looks like that he's her date. And Issa's looking at Molly and she's extremely happy for her friend that she's finally found her happily ever after. And while we see later she's helping Molly get out of her wedding dress, Molly thanks Issa for everything, for being there for her, um, you know, for a beautiful friendship. And, you know, cue the waterworks. If you have a close friend, a friend that 
you can relate to like Issa and Ma's friendship you know might have hit, hit the heartstrings a little a little hard I know it did for me um but over the years we've seen this beautiful friendship with these two friends that have known each other for years and how they've per- they've both personally grown in their at their jobs and their personal relationships with their families what they've gone through and it's just a beautiful moment between two best friends who truly love each other and it was just very beautiful so I'm really glad for that scene because I'm pretty sure that we can all we all have a close friend we could put ourselves in that situation I had saw a meme online after a little bit after the finale and it said what if the true love story of Insecure is Molly and Issa's friendship. And I 100% agree with that statement. You know, we see these two women go through hardships with each other, with other people. You know, they're a lack of communication, then their direct, you know, communication with each other. And it was just really beautiful to see these two, you know, truly stick it out and figure it out of how it can work for each other and be there for one another when you know it really counts to show up for someone I really really appreciate that I really love the relationship between Molly and Issa and the next scene we see Issa handling things at the block and as she drives home we get a few callbacks to earlier seasons you know which I you know really uh, really enjoyed we saw her old job a man in a Best Buy uniform her riding past her apartment complex and more and if you look closely when Issa enters her home, you'll see a ring on her left hand on her left ring finger. Lawrence and his son, who is now four or five, are frosting a cake for Issa's birthday. And as we get a look of Issa in the mirror, we don't get the typical mirror version of herself, just Issa as is. Now, maybe this is a nod that she is no longer insecure in herself and her abilities. If so, beautiful way of showing that. And Molly calls to tell her happy birthday from her honeymoon in Greece and that she misses her dearly. And the season ends with Kalisa's song Boss, which I think was a perfect ending. Was I ready for Insecure to end? Hell no. I could definitely watch these, this set of women, you know, go through life in their 30s and 40s and plus. I really enjoyed it. When Insecure came out, I was 25, and it was just really nice to see a group of melanated Black women, you know, thriving in life, helping each other, and just, you know, the shit that just happens in life, and just the ridiculous things that happens while dating someone, and work bullshit, and life bullshit, and, you know, I remember after episodes, you know, calling my homegirls and be like, oh, girl, you see the episode, what happened, you know? Did you think someone made a good decision? And I'm gonna really miss calling my homegirls and tell and ask them about this. You know what I mean? And I'm now I have to look for a new show that showcases black women in this kind of light and showcases black culture in a positive spectrum and you know gives this really beautiful voice to our people. And it's bittersweet. I am so happy for Issa Rae and everything she's accomplished from going to YouTube videos to you know a full-on production set in hbo and her own production company and being in these big blockbuster movies she's doing amazing as are the other people in the tv show everyone has truly thrived from the show it gives me the feeling like you know when girlfriends ended when girlfriends ended it was hard for me and i was a kid mind you i don't know what these women are going through but 
when I rewatched Girlfriends in my early 20s, I was like, oh shit, like I'm going through some of this stuff right now, or I had with friends before. And it just, uh, Issa Rae really created this wonderful space for our people. And it just, I'm going to really miss it. So Issa Rae, I really thank her for creating this show. And, you know, I, I know we will see more stories from her in the future. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Pineapple Reels. If you would like to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram handle is Pineapple Reels. And if you need to contact me via email, you can contact me, um, pineapplereels at gmail.com. And you can tune in next week for my new episode. <laughs>